What is up, you guys? Welcome back to Our Hearts Surrendered. My name is Addison, and I'm one of the co-hosts of this podcast. Hi, friends. Welcome back to Our Hearts Surrendered. My name is Sophie, and I'm the other co-host of Our Hearts Surrendered. I don't think that was my intro, but we'll just roll with it anyway. Sometimes I'm just like, I think I'm just saying the wrong thing, but I'm just going to act like it's the right thing. Yeah. And we'll just roll with it. Yeah, like it's fine. It's not that big of a deal. That's honestly how it is most of the time, especially when it comes honestly to anything. I just assume that I'm right until mm-hmm. corrected otherwise. <laughs> no, like Loki, yeah. Or like, you know, when you're in conversation and you're just like in autopilot, this is bad. This is like showing a lack of intentionality. And like, usually this happens more when I'm like really tired or like overextending myself, but I'll just be like in conversation and somebody will be like talking to me. This happened this morning. My mom like, Looked at me dead in the eye, asked me like four questions, and I just like stared at her for so long, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> like I didn't hear anything that she said, and she was like, "Your eyes were just blank, like you had no thoughts in your head." I was like, "I know, like it was bad." I was just like not listening, or I'll just be like, mm-hmm, "Yeah, no, for sure," yes. and like that doesn't make any sense in this context. Like, why are you saying that? Or sometimes if I'm tired, or if I'm just like dazed, I'll say something that's just flat out not true. And I'm like, wait, yes. hold on, that's not right. <laughs> yeah, no, the amount of times that I'm like, that is just like not true of me to say that. Like, like I'll be I like, yeah, even... I had a cat when I was little. And I'm like, no, and I like, didn't. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I was in conversation with somebody and I said something that was just like a flat out lie. And I was like, that was a lie. I was like, I don't know why I said that. Like, I didn't mean to lie just now. I was like, that just wasn't correct at all. You're like, I'm really sorry. That didn't came out of nowhere. Yeah, you're like, I have no idea why I said that. It's like impulsive thoughts or like, sometimes I actually, like, this is a big issue for me, especially when I was younger, is I couldn't tell the difference between dreams and reality. So I would like dream something and then I would think it would happen. Yes. People think, and my mom would be like, that didn't happen. Stop. (laughs) You're just lying. And I would like, wholeheartedly believe it that happened to me this morning I dreamed that I wasn't done with one of my classes and then I woke up this morning and I was like I have more work to do and I was like no I don't that was just a dream and it was just very like what's real you know yeah no it's (laughs) such a weird like it's just so weird when you realize it's happening also dang well you guys welcome back oh sorry you know what's not a dream Paul's writing. Period. I was like, there's going to be a transition out of this. Oh, man. So true. Paul's writing. Welcome back to week three of our little series that we have going on, where we walk through Philippians. The book of Philippians is written by Paul, and it's a letter to the Philippian church. (laughs) The Philippi? I don't Philippi? There we go. Um, But basically, we're in week three of it. It means we're on chapter three. And to be completely honest with you, this chapter is very straightforward and um, we're going to talk about it. It's probably going to be a short episode. So maybe go listen to one of our old episodes too, just for the heck of it. If you like, haven't heard enough of our voice recently. Uh, also speaking of voice, I'm so sorry if I sound sick. It's because I am, which is really lame because I'm on a vacation with my family and I'm like really exhausted, but I think I, it's just like altitude and stuff like that. So bear with me. If I sound congested, I like truly apologize, but Philippians 3. Um, we're going to split it up into two sections because that's how Paul wrote it. Um, the first section is verses 1 through 11, and it is titled in my Bible as Righteousness Through Faith in Christ. Um, I loved this section. Sophie asked me which section I wanted um, to talk about, and I was like, 
I love both sections of this chapter, but as like section, like the first section of it was really like something that's really, I don't know that it's like hard for people to understand, but I just think people don't really like understand the concept of it. And it's just the fact that like all of our righteousness comes from Christ and that there is no good in us apart from Christ. And like, that's what this played, like put really big, heavy emphasis on. Um, verse seven, I believe says, but whatever gain I had, I counted as loss for the sake of Christ. Verse eight says, indeed, I count everything as loss because of my surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus as my Lord. For his sake, I have suffered to the loss of all things and count them as rubbish in order that I may gain Christ. Um, <clears throat> sorry. Um, so this is Paul talking about how, like, I think actually it's in this book, I think it's in Philippians where it says to die is gain um, and to live is Christ. Yep. Then chapter one, I think. But it's just like talking about how truly ultimately the only thing that really matters as a Christian, as a believer, as somebody who is actively following Christ, going through sanctification, trying to become more like Christ, is that we are in relationship with Christ and everything comes from him for his glory. And like that's not an easy task like it's a lot easier said than done of like okay yeah like nothing matters except for christ and like proclaiming the gospel to all nations and making disciples of all nations and doing all these things so that christ is honored and christ is glorified um like it's really easy to say that but then like when it comes down to it, it's like am i actually willing to go am i actually willing to lay down this awesome new job that i got or am i willing to drop out of college after my freshman year after one semester my freshman year if that's where christ calls me like what am I actually willing to do for Christ? And it's like, not everybody is called to not go to college and go on mission instead. Not everybody is called to um, a full life in ministry, like vocational ministry, because there's truly ministry in every job. Um, so don't hear me saying that there's not, because there's ministry in whatever job and profession you go into. Um, but it takes like intentionality and specificity um, in order to like actually make the name of Christ known and in and how and through you work be working um but yeah i think this is just like what paul is hitting on really heavily is just like indeed i count everything as a loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing christ jesus as my lord like man if i know nothing else in this world if i never get to do anything else if i never get to visit all of these awesome places uh, if i never get to even go on mission and tell others about god like at least i knew who god was and at least i knew his providence and like out of that there should be a desire to go and make his name known uh, and then it continues, verse 9, and be found in him not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that in which comes through faith in Christ. The righteousness from God that depends on faith. That is like what some, what really sets Christianity apart is the fact that like salvation comes through Christ and Jesus Christ and the death that he died on the cross and the fact that he died for three days and rose and conquered sin and death in that move um and like that is where our faith comes we cannot earn it we cannot do anything to deserve it um we like genuinely just have nothing to give and like being able to rest in that and like man what a kind father that we serve um verse 10 says that i may know him in the power of his resurrection and may share in his sufferings becoming like him in his death that i that by any means possible i may attain the resurrection from the dead and just like that last part of like by any means possible lord send me like despite any boundaries that I may put up, despite anything that 
may I think may be better than it's been whatever it may be would send me and let me be obedient to that whether that means I stay where I'm at or if I leave and drop everything um or something in between like would send me and like let that be for your honor and your glory so that I can live out the salvation that you've gifted me and like truly understand the sufferings that you went through somebody the other day like said this quote I don't know who is by but it was basically just like I will never understand how painful and how hard the cross was to endure um and that like really stuck with me of just like I don't think I'll ever understand fully my sin and like how much death and destruction comes from it and like that is like heartbreaking to me if that makes sense yeah definitely um I think that first section I really saw Paul's humility in there and I think that Paul's humility goes on into the second part because in verse 12 which this part is titled straining towards the goal in verse 12 he starts by saying not that I have already obtained this or am already perfect um which I was really um thought like wow that is just super humble to say because every time I read something from Paul I'm like man Paul knows what's up Paul has got this together he he knows like what he just knows what you're talking about and I think that it's easy to put Paul like on a pedestal like we do most Christian leaders but Paul is saying in this like I don't have it I don't like I haven't attained this yet I haven't attained perfection because um because I'm not Jesus and so um the fact that Paul says this was really like humble for him to say that but then I also think it's encouraging to look to like the other leaders in our world and see like are we putting them on a pedestal and are we saying they're perfect because they're not because they're human and I think that um that it's really easy to do that when someone looks spiritually mature to think that they're perfect but those are different things the only one that's perfect is Jesus and Paul later goes on to talk about how we should follow his example um but it's ultimately pointing back to Jesus which I think is a super important difference is following Paul's example versus following Paul instead of following Jesus which is something that I fall into is like following a leader like a leader in the church or like a leader like someone who's really influential versus rather following the one who they're following who they're trying to point me to so then if we keep going um it says but I press on to make it known because Christ Jesus has made me his own. And that one, I was like, man, wow, that is just so good. Um, and it talks about how Paul, like, he's pressing on. He's He keeps going. There's no turning back for him. He's going forward because of the work that Jesus did on the cross for him. He he's keeps going. He He's looking ahead, not behind. And um, that's what he goes on to talk about next. Brothers, I do not consider that I have made it my own. So he's saying that salvation is not from Paul, it's from Christ. But one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead, I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. So Paul understands that his goal is not of anything in this earth. It's what is ahead. It's it's what's above. It's God. And I think that that is something that's super difficult to see sometimes because it's not something visible and so it's not something that uh like that I might see an outcome quickly or anything like that um the faith 
and is running with endurance and it's like the long haul in some standpoints. And so I think that if we forget that it's, or if we don't recognize that, um, looking ahead and running forward can feel exhausting or can feel like it's never going to lead us anywhere. But I think that it's important to remember that it might not be things that we see. It might not be visible. And then it goes on to talking about um, the ones that are mature will think in this way and that God will reveal it to those, um, to the, to anyone who thinks otherwise is what the Bible says. And then it goes on in verse 17 to talk, to say, brothers, join in imitating me and keep your eyes on those who walk according to the example you have in us. And this is what I was talking about earlier, how Paul like encourages them to follow his example. And I think that that's really important because it is like a good and okay thing to follow people's examples. And this is something that I was really struck by because I feel like in our culture, it's very like one individualistic, which just means it's like, you do you, follow your heart, you know, look to yourself. Um, but like in Christianity, in faith, it's important to look to the people who are like above you for examples. That doesn't mean worship them or anything. That just means look at what they've done, look at what has been successful in their walk with God. And it's okay to imitate those things. Um, and I think that that is something else that I've seen in our culture. I was actually reading something about this um is that some a lot of the times in our culture it's like a bad thing to be a follower but this is clearly saying it's a good thing to be a follower and I think that that's something that really stuck out to me is because since it's an individualistic culture but then since it's also a culture where leadership is heavily emphasized like I feel like in all of high school in every single one of my classes, leadership was brought up in some way. And it by no means is it a bad thing. But I think that it's really important to also see that it's okay to follow the people that are older and more mature and um, further along in their walk with the Lord. And it's there's so many things we can learn from them. And so that's what uh, I was encouraged by from that verse. And then it then goes on in the next verses to talk about um, those who are enemies of the cross and um, what their goal is and what their mindset is. And then the last two verses says, but our citizenship is in heaven and from it we await a savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who, who will transform our lowly body to be like his glorious body by the power that enables him even to subject all things to himself. And so Paul wraps it up by reminding us of one, where our citizenship is, two, who our savior is, and three, what is to come. And so I think it's really important and really cool how he reminds them of what Jesus did for them. He reminds them of where their citizenship is and to look forward like he just talked about. He just encouraged them to look forward and he's saying, this is what you should look forward to. And then looking forward to what's going to happen in the future. And so I think that that pretty much sums up chapter three. Yeah, man. A good chapter, love Philippians. Um, I honestly like, yeah, I just think like especially in the thing that like stuck out to me the most in chapter three was when it says, "But our citizenship is in heaven, and from now from it we will wait a savior in the Lord Jesus Christ." Um, that is like also convenient that we're like going through this at the same time as like Christmas. Um, our next episode will be released. Wait, is it on Christmas? No, Sunday is Christmas. Dang. That's crazy. Um, okay, well, Sunday is Christmas. Um, 
and the season like that is December the 12 days like you always see advent calendars and stuff like that um like advent is the like eager anticipation and waiting upon a savior and that is like exactly what this entire chapter is like pointing us to the entire bible is pointing us to but our citizenship is in heaven and from it we will await a savior like let us await a savior well in this time especially as advent like let it not be lost on us the fact that a we have a savior that came to this world as a baby in the most humility like gentle humility i don't know humble i guess is the way to say that in the most um just like gentle and lowly way that one possibly could and like also one that we are like awaiting eagerly to come back and take us from this world and like reconcile heaven and earth and that's so exciting and like let us eagerly wait well in this season with hope and like adoration and reverence um, but i'm going to pray and then we'll just wrap up. Heavenly Father, I come to you and thanks for the opportunity is to get to sit down and talk on this podcast. God, thank you for the written word that is the Bible, Lord, that you get to communicate with us through this in prayer, Lord, um, and that you are a God who wants to be intimate and with us and um, also is transcendent and above us and powerful, Lord. I pray that as we go into this Christmas season, that it may be hard for some people that you are near to those who have lost loved ones, near to those who are at home in tough situations, Lord, near to those who um, may just feel lonely on this holiday, Lord. Um, allow us to stand in utter and awe and reverence to you, Lord. You are kind and you are good and let it be uh, seen through our actions and then how we uh, handle the blessings that you have given us and steward those well, Lord. And it's your sense and I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you guys so much for listening this week. We love you guys. We're praying for you. We hope you have a merry, merry Christmas. And um, yeah, just have so much fun with your families and celebrating the birth of Jesus. It's a pretty, pretty exciting time of the year. And um, if you want a special Christmas gift, um, well, we're giving you the gift of following us on Instagram at Our Hearts Surrendered. So go follow us on there. Um, you don't get anything, but you get the gift of knowing that you have accomplished following us, even though your worth is not in performance. Okay, anyways, keep going. So uh, our email is at ourheartcentered at gmail.com. If you want to email us or talk to us or have any prayer requests, do that. We have a blog, brokenvesselsblog.com. If you want to read anything that we've written, go look at that. And then we would love it if you left a rating and review down below wherever you're listening. And I think that's everything. Um, we love you. We pray for you. Merry Christmas. And let's strive to live in horror sooner this week. <laughs>